Hello, everybody. Um, this is the Board Librarians podcast. We're a couple of furloughed librarians um, that are telling you about things you can still access from home using your library card through the great city of Detroit. Um, yep, my name is Simon. This is my co-host. I'm Adam. Yep, that sure was some kind of an intro. Oh, <laughs> I need to tell you all that there is a online summer reading program through Detroit this year. Go to DetroitPublicLibrary.org and sign up for stuff. Um, we're trying to get, the you know, 313 is our area code. They're trying to get like 3 million plus minutes read in the whole city. Um, it's super easy. You can literally log books and minutes read from your phone. There will eventually be prizes whenever we can open back up. <laughs> yeah, so by so all means, that. participate Participate in the... They'll be there. Um, and you can let you set yourself some nice goals and stuff like that. You get your reading done. And um, hey, yeah. you, might find, you might find new books and stuff you're interested in. Which is what we're all about. I mean, hey, that is what we're all about. And also, it's Pride Month. Woo! Heck Pride yeah, month. it is. <laughs> So we are talking about various LGBTQ titles that are available on Hoopla. Um, and since my my librarian specialty is kind of teen stuff, and also on that note, kind of teen LGBTQ stuff, I've got a lot of titles that I'm just going to start prattling on about. But Adam, um, Adam's got a pile. How do you want to do this, Adam? Do you want to go first, or should I go first? Um, I've got mine up, so I can I can start with mine real quick. Um, uh, if you want to, I got flip- mine up too. But if you want to go, let's, you go. All right, let's do this. Let's do flip flop. I'll do one. You do. I'll do one. You do one. Okay. 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 All right. So <laughs> I'm gonna start with uh something that I did not expect that I was going to really get into. Um, I recently read Life with Kevin, which takes place in the Archie universe. I love so, modern Archie. Yeah, I have not been keeping up with Archie. It's one of those comics series I never really kept up with. I mean, I read the the jokey Archie versus Predator thing, but it's just one of those things where I was mm-hmm. like, never really into. It was not the place I expected, you know, 10 years ago, them to have introduced a gay character, and it had actually been, like, yep. well done. Like, Life with Kevin was quite well done. It was very fun, um, slice-of-lifestyle story for... Uh, about uh, Kevin Keller, who is, um, at this one, he's uh, out of college to be a journalist, and it just talks about his life, like, trying to find his his own way with his job and everything, while at the same time trying and having all the mishaps of romance and stuff, and it was, it was just very cute, very well done, and I gotta say, it's gonna make me go back and read more Archie. <laughs> <laughs> not not a bad plan considering if i remember correctly archie was the first comic to have a gay wedding in it first mainstream comic to have a gay wedding in it like dc and marvel can't even claim that it is archie <laughs> yeah who knew the comic that was you know stuck with like 1950s style type characters and it's like oh yeah oh you're the ones that that, that did it <laughs> yep go archie um okay so i'm gonna talk about this is a book book um not a comic book it's a young adult title um it's called dreadnought uh it's nemesis book one by april daniels it is an absolutely phenomenal uh so far it's only a two-part series but i hope it continues because it's a really refreshing take on the superhero origin myth 
Um, so basically, Danny. Um, wait, is it Danny? Yeah, it is Danny. Okay, cool. I remembered it correctly. Um, the lead character Danny is a closeted trans girl who one day is hiding behind the mall painting her toenails because it's the only thing she can get away with without incurring the wrath of her father when she sees a knockdown drag out fight between uh, the superhero Dreadnought who was invented for this book series and his nemesis. Um, and Dreadnought unfortunately dies, but much like Green Lantern, the power passes on to the nearest uh, worthy person who happens to be Danny. The twist is that the powers grant Danny the ability to inhibit the body she's always wanted. So now she can't be a closeted trans girl anymore. She is a girl. And now she has to fight both the transphobic Justice League equivalent Dreadnought's villains and her own family. It is phenomenal. I love it to pieces. Highly suggest you read it. Um, like I said, there's two of them. So hopefully going to be a third someday soon. I have already checked it out. <laughs> Good plan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get that ticked off so many boxes on my thing. I'm like, <laughs> yep, yep. So yep, many yep. boxes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to yeah. reading that. Uh, next on my list is um, this one's actually gotten pretty popular because it was recently made into a Netflix series. I am not okay with this. Um, mm -hmm. Started which started as a comic. The, the Netflix series treats it as like a comedy superhero coming of age thing. Um, mm. I think that's being pretty uh, loose with the terms comedy and superhero. Mm. It's dark it's about a girl who's kind of coming to grips with herself as she's growing up and um she has powers and the powers unfortunately like for her do bad things like she's he's able to like think at people and cause them great physical pain and um, mm. everything and she's coming to grips with having these being this the the kind of modest modest looking girl um and mind you this comic is drawn in a cartoon style um it's not drawn in a like western um superhero style um mm. but yeah it follows that it follows that along and like she's trying to come up with the grips that she has a crush on her best friend um at the same time as the fact that she hates her best friend's boyfriend because he's a total jerk and sure. it follows along that and it ends on a really dark note and um i'm gonna say without spoiling anything i haven't watched the, the netflix series apparently they're trying to work on a season two i don't know where the netflix series ends in relation to it <laughs> and i'm sitting here thinking if it ends at the end of the book how um <laughs> sure i mean i felt the same way about netflix's various multiple seasons for 13 reasons why i'm like how how <laughs> so yeah. um we shall see but uh it's a very good book it's very dark um uh it's it 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 definitely caters to the whole idea of that dark side of teens growing up and everything and trying to see the world like through their eyes when everything seems so monumentally large and looming. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. Oof. All right, next one. Yep. Okay, next one. Um, so all out the no longer secret stories of queer teens throughout the ages. It is an anthology. Um, but is edited by Sandra Mitchell, so that's the credited author on Hoopla. Um, it is uh, it's an anthology series of 17 young adult authors like across the whole rainbow spectrum um, coming together to make a collection of historical fiction for teens featuring LGBTQ characters. Um, I love this one because especially... Uh, well, LGBTQ people have existed in all corners of the world throughout history. The reasons that you don't know about that necessarily are complicated and too long to explain for this tiny little podcast. Um, but this anthology basically recenters their narratives in history. And also, it's since it has 17 queer authors that normally write young adult fiction, those are a list of authors. If you like their short stuff, go read their long stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Next one. All right. So um, we've already talked on this show that I am a fan of uh, Noelle Stevenson. So let's uh, let's just not uh, hold that one back. (laughs) Um, After having just gobble up She-Ra and, you know, sobbing in the corner, like, because, you know, I'm a grown man. um, (laughs) I I, uh, decided to pick up and read the the first volume of The Lumberjanes, which... um, Lumberjanes is mm. delightful comic about um, an all-girl school, uh, or at school camp, all-girl camp, mm. um, and uh, it's um, it the the first volume doesn't necessarily showcase too much in terms of um, relationships beyond like some passing looks and stuff like that. It's clear who's likes who. It's one of those. Hmm. It's one of those where there's a nice slow burn to it. It's not a rush sure. job as it was. Um, I will. I will also say, as someone who's read most of Lumberjanes at this point, there is a trans character later on. So I am looking forward to that as well. Yes. So, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I really like it. I like the style. Um, I I've liked Noelle's writing. Like she's she's definitely somebody who knows how to detail like relationships and things like that. But also at the same time, it's one of those series that I can I can definitely say I can hand this off to. Um, even though it's got like a, a cast of all girls, I could hand it off to a boy and say you're gonna like this. It's got full of adventures and everything like that. Trust me, you're gonna have fun. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Okay. Next? Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> you got to tell me next or I'm not going to okay. know to go. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Um, so another really good one is Girl Man's Up by Emmy Gerard. It is about um, masculine of center. But if I remember correctly throughout the book, she still identifies as a girl um, named Penn. And it is about her struggle between, like, cultural expectations versus her trying to be authentic to herself and also, like, trying to deal with, like, a gang situation. It is... It's delightful. Um, It's it's heavy, but it's delightful. Um, Yep. She basically figures out 
how to, again, get around old world parents, how her friendships are currently getting impacted, yada, yada. Um, yeah, Girl Man's Up, Emmy Gerard. It's great. Oh, awesome. awesome. Next. All right, this is the last one that I have on my list. Um, okay. <laughs> I only have so much time to do do reading, especially in the fact that we came right. up with this over the weekend. Um, but uh, hey. last one on my list is uh, The Backstagers um, by uh, James Tinian IV and uh, illustrated by a trans illustrator, Rian Sai. I believe that's how mm. that's pronounced. People forgive us for messing up names, so no big deal. <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, I read the first uh, four um, issues of that in the volume one, and I gotta say, it's one like I truly fell in love with. The art style, the characters, everything was great. Um, basically, it's uh, all about a young a young boy named Jory who transfers to an all boys private high school, and. Um, mm-hmm. He thinks he's going to join the drama club, and the two top actors of the drama club are turn out to be total jerks and, <laughs> like, like small name big ego type peoples. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, very yep. very very much like that. And in the end, like they 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 just immediately dismiss him to go get something from the backstage, and then he finds the ba- people in the backstage who are really chill cool people and there's definitely a uh a uh spark between uh him and uh the big the big guy hunter and i love it like hunter's adorable um mm. but uh the other thing is that it goes to show that the backstage of this school is not just like you know the classic backstage from people in drama clubs and stuff like that it's very much a mystical world within like they constantly say it constantly changes and stuff and whenever they go through like that's like we don't go past we don't go past the the catwalk here because it's like that's where that's where there's been no uh markings or anything and it's it's very (laughs) very fun very whimsical but uh at the same time does a lot of good um relationship and um character building and it just feels very good and the art style is it's a very soft, pleasant to look at art style. I really, really enjoy it. Nice. Yeah. So that's my take uh, on the backstages. And then again, it's the. It, I thought I'd be. I thought after this, I'd be like, "Hey, my pile of stuff to read would be getting smaller." No, it's just getting bigger. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sorry. Um. Okay. So I've got. Uh, oh man. Okay. Where am I gonna? Oh. Ooh. <laughs> well, whatever. I'll talk about a lot. Um, so the book book isn't on Hoopla, but the audio book is um, Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda, which is if you've seen the movie Love, Simon, it's based off that. But I think the book does a considerably better job in telling the story than the movie does, because um, it's about a closeted boy in high school who comes across there's a there's a tumblr page which wow dating myself and this book there um (laughs) there's wow (laughs) yeah that there's there's a tumblr page for like anonymous confessions for students at his high school and someone writes a post explaining that they're gay but they're too scared to come out because of the environment at the school and he starts an anonymous um, pen pal relationship with this other guy, basically. Um, so the entire thing basically takes place over 
like two or like email conversations. Um, but then he accidentally leaves his email logged in and the school's library computers, which remember to log out and close the browser window, everybody. Uh, and he starts getting blackmailed and hijinks ensue. It's it's a beautiful little book that I love dearly. The movie's okay, but the book is laugh out loud funny. Um, cool. Okay, I'm going to keep going then. Um, yeah. <laughs> next one That one is, sounds good. <laughs> It is really good. There's a couple of sequels, even. It's um, actually the thing that I love about, <laughs> I jokingly call it the Simonverse, because um, it's like all the bit characters in the first book get their own series later, like it's a crappy romance novel series, except oh, everybody... fantastic. <laughs> yeah, except everybody represents like a different... A, a, like a different chunk of the rainbow spectrum, so it's like... <laughs> The entire series is very LGBTQ focused and I love it to pieces. Um, okay, next one. Um, I didn't want to make, I didn't want to bring this one up right away because I didn't want it to be like, oh, all LGBTQ teen fiction is superhero based, but superheroes are popular. So, Not Your Sidekick by CB Yee. It's um, the Sidekick Squad, or CB Lee, sorry. The Sidekick Squad series. Um, just going to read you. Just going to read you the first sentence of the description. Welcome to Andover, where superpowers are common, but internships are complicated. Just ask high school nobody, Jessica Tran. Despite her heroic lineage, Jess is resigned to a life without superpowers and is merely looking to beef up her college applications when she stumbles upon the perfect paid internship. Except it turns out to be for the town's heinous supervillain. So. <laughs> oh, man, it's that's got to be good. Oh, it's it's delightful the whole series is delightful um with a beautiful rainbow cast of characters um yeah it's not your sidekick not your villain not your backup is the series so far it's still going i love it to pieces i like i like that um, idea. um as a guy who really likes his comics and stuff like that i always appreciate like the turn on the head thing like you, i'm gonna go back to God, has this movie already been out almost a decade? Uh, Megamind. <laughs> yeah, yep. Megamind, <laughs> Megamind was like a great movie in that regard where it was, it, it turned the, the whole hero thing onto its head and it was that sort of yeah. thing. So I appreciate anything that is willing to step out of the normal bounds on that. And yeah, definitely. not going to lie, Dreadnought does that too. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Uh, the next two titles I'm going to talk about are... Um, Older teens or actual young adults, like the actual definitions of young adults, like 20-somethings. Um, so This Book is Gay by Dawson is a hilarious little set of humorous essays about coming out and growing up and like what it means to be gay in the late teens, early 20s of um, our current moment, basically. It came out in 2015, so it's not... Eh, it's still very relevant, and it's still pretty funny. Um, I can recommend that one. Um, and then the last book I'm going to talk about is uh, Man Alive by Thomas McBee. It is... It's not the book by him that I would recommend first, but it is the one that's on Hoopla. So if you read it, it's very short, and it's basically a primer for his second book, which I love to pieces, but is not on Hoopla, called Amateur. Um, 
So Amateur was about a trans guy reckoning with masculinity while he is training for an amateur boxing match. Um, <laughs> Thomas was actually the first known trans guy to box in Madison Square Garden. Um, and this first book, Man Alive, is his story of how he realized he was a trans guy, um, what that means for the rest of his relationships um, and reckoning with his family history, with his lived reality. It is, um, it's an amazing book that, you know, it's short. Just read it. It's not even 200 pages. <laughs> that, that's a bite-sized thing. <laughs> that's a bite-sized thing for sure. Yeah. Amateur is really short too. Um, but he basically, he spends a lot of his writing is focused on what masculinity means and how how people are even cisgender men are negatively affected by the small narrow box of what is traditional masculinity um so yeah it it's heavy but um you should read it cool yay awesome <laughs> yeah um oh and then i guess one more this one also isn't on hoopla but it is free from the author's website, um, Stone Butch Blues by Leslie Feinberg. It is a classic story of a queer labor activist. It's semi-autobiographical for Leslie's own story, um, but it is lightly fictionalized to kind of compress the timeline down a little bit. I can recommend that one. It is available for free on Leslie Feinberg's website, so there's that. Hey, free stuff. Um, free stuff. Um, and yeah, it's Pride Month. Um, the parades might be canceled, but quite frankly, Pride was started as a, as a riot against police brutality. So it's really, we're just back to, yeah, yeah, it's classic Pride Month. I honestly kind of appreciate it a lot more than the branded parade floats. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, yeah, (laughs) yes. So, temperature check. How have you been? Uh, um, oh, okay. I've been okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just kind of still existing. Got my first round of unemployment money, so that was nice. Um, Same. Yup. Nothing, nothing yeah. to plug or anything. Not, nothing, nothing, nothing fun announced today that we're both going to geek out over because of Nintendo. Oh, Pokemon Snap! Heck yeah, Pokemon Snap! Pokemon Snap's coming back. Also, the <laughs> DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield is launching today. I think. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Um, but mostly Pokemon Snap because. Oh, every console cycle, I'm like, man, this would be great for running Pokemon, especially when they had the Wii U. I'm like, you have a literal thing that can be the camera. You can right. do this. And now <laughs> it's like, oh, we're finally getting it. We're finally getting another Pokemon Snap. Oak can continue to tell me, well done. <laughs> or that I was yep. close. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, um, oh, it's it's a birthday for one of my villagers in Animal Crossing tomorrow, but that's really? not really um... <laughs> news. <laughs> I finally got KK to visit my island. Oh, finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man. 
There's like a hundred KK songs. Have fun collecting them all. Oh, I'm um, absolutely oh, going to. <laughs> I did figure out how to add Snapchat filters to my various professional meetings that are no longer quite so professional because none of us are getting paid. So that's fun. <laughs> I mean, for the last four, the last five of them, I've been a dog in a rice bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there's that. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So that's fun. Um, how, what have you been doing? Uh, well, again, geeking over the Pokemon Snap. Um, I'm, mm. I'm getting, uh, getting ready for, um, friend of mine and I were going to finish going through, um, Neverwitch Nights Hordes of the Underdark together. It's going to be pretty sweet. The early 2000s are catching back up and looking forward to that, uh, that little gem of old school D&D 3.0. Why did we think this was a great system? Goodness. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. <laughs> <sighs> nice. Yeah. All right. Yep. Cool. Well, I think I think that's all we got. Yeah. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride, everybody. All right. All right. Take care, y'all. Yep. Bye. <laughs>